0: We are finally back for another episode of That's Haram. I'm Corey.
1: Hello, hello. This is Sahar. Salam alaykum. Welcome back. So, our
0: scheduling is just a heads up um, Sahara's grad school is starting up, and my fall schedule is very busy. So, we will be doing every other month episodes, probably for the rest of this year until some things calm down um, instead of monthly. So just a quick heads up. We do appreciate that you all do still tune into us, but unfortunately real life is a little hectic for us at the moment. So we will be doing every other month episodes, at least for the rest of 2021.
1: Yeah. I don't really have much to add. Um, The other part of it too, is that we felt like it made more sense to do solid episodes every other month instead of like 20 minutes here and there, because that's kind of Silly, in my opinion. So this way you guys get like a full experience every other month as opposed to just we were here for 20 minutes and then we disappeared.
0: So keeping in mind then, um, October's episode is probably going to be very, very meaty because we're going to be talking about assimilation and white supremacy (laughs) (laughs) and... Sorry, I wasn't ready for the voice you were
1: going to adopt. Yeah,
0: anything? and uh, colonialism and lots of things. And, you know, this current whole trend of, oh, those Islam Muslims don't oh assimilate. God. I, I was just in Oklahoma. Y'all have no idea how much shit I heard. Uh, pardon my language. So, yeah, Oof. we're going to be focusing mainly on just media news for this episode. But keep in mind, um, October is going to be spicy, <laughs> <laughs> so we will, uh, yeah, just that, that, that episode is going to be a fun one, boys and gals and non-binary yeah, <laughs> so uh, this one, though, like I said, we are going to mainly just be focusing on, because there has been some media news and things. So this one's going to be a little bit lighter, a little bit shorter. But just you know, bring the tea with you, as I think that's what the kids say uh, <laughs> when we cue up the October episode, because that one's going to be a doozy. Anyways, unless Sahara has something else to add to that, let's just go ahead and jump into the media.
1: No, let's jump in. Um, so probably y'all have seen if you're into the Disney Plus Marvel Adventure Chaos Universe. Um, that's a mouthful of a time. Miss Marvel has been moved to 2022. Honestly, I don't really feel any type of way about it because all of the behind the scenes stuff about that show is stressing me the heck out. So I'm just going to wait until it comes out to really provide any commentary on it, because even in the best case scenario, there are going to be some shenanigans happening due to the casting choices that were made. But we'll see. Hopefully, because they're delaying it, editing will be better and it won't feel rushed. I don't know. Things could fly one day. It's fine.
0: I also apologize for the LA ice cream truck in the background. Um,
1: Is it I, an episode of That's wrong without at least one truck or Sahara talking about ice cream? No.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, Miss Marvel isn't the only show that's being delayed. Uh, the Mandalorian's been pushed back to 2022 as well there's some more revelation rumors about miss marvel that i'm in the same boat as sahara at this point i'm just like i'm gonna have to wait and see what happens because now there's this whole rumor of like po- politics aside the inhumans is kind of done because of pearl mutter's complete nutter utter boffing of that property and the tv show that disney has tried to bury and hope you all forget so now what there's a TV this, show?
1: What are you talking about? Yeah. There's no such thing.
0: So now there's this big rumor that has some people upset. It's like, oh, she's not really an inhuman. She gets her powers from magic. And there are certain people in certain schools of Islam where they're like, that's haram. That's sinful. That's the show is. And I'm like, man, this is just a mess.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't even like that. Completely went over my head. I have been seeing more of the responses from actual comic fans and also people who understand Ms. Marvel's entire like life history. And so I think there's just, there's just a lot happening because of the people who are involved. And there's also some stuff that came out about the directors and their really incredibly anti-Black indie movie that they did. And so for very good reasons, a lot of people are very distrustful of the whole thing. And I think so... Really quick, just like sidebar to all of like our media discussions. I think people can absolutely and do change. And I think that people can make mistakes when they're younger or new to something and move forward. But when it comes to the kinds of movies that have been revealed to be part of the creative team's past and the specific type of content and the specific information around police brutality and some of these things, it's stressful because this show doesn't really... Like there's a lot that could happen in this show that could be good. But then there's also a lot of ways that this could go wrong. And unfortunately, because we have so few, I mean, this, this whole podcast came about
0: more writing on this show than what would normally be a typical superhero show. So if it gets it wrong, it has that much more weight. So basically we're just trying to like, you know, we're not going to stress about it until it happens. And then we'll deal with it. Obviously we'll talk about it on the show because there's just so much that could or could not go wrong and Mm -hmm. it's just there's no sense in borrowing trouble speaking of new things that could go wrong though (laughs) miss mindy kaling is producing a muslim rom-com
1: it's a spin-off yeah
0: it's a modern muslim spin on films like you've got mail and the shop around the corner so it's called Hanakan Carries On from Uzma Jalaluddin's novel. I really hope I got that. I practiced it and then I realized, man, I should have asked the hair first.
1: <laughs> yes, you are good. Uzma Jalaluddin's novel, Hanakan Carries On, It puts a modern Muslim spin on those films and it follows. This part's kind of cute. I do appreciate the premise. This is kind of adorable. Following two competing halal shops, the star-crossed romantic connection because the two like children of the families are going to fall for each other. And of course, like chaos because capitalism. However, many Kaling is not Muslim. Many Kaling is also a laundry list of problematic like tropes as a person. And I don't entirely understand why Hollywood, well, you know what, I do know why. Hollywood likes to just give one token person of color or token gay person or token fill in the blank here, all of the things because then if they suck, they can like shaft them to the side and then other people from those backgrounds don't get a chance. But Never Have I Ever is not a good show. And no, so we are concerned. I will say because she's only producing, it could be fine, maybe. Here's
0: my other reason is the script writer is Sahar Jahani. Yes. And she has written for 13 Reasons Why and Sahara's absolute favorite show ever, The Volt Type.
1: <laughs> I'm never going to be free from hell. It's fine.
0: So <sighs> oh, okay. yeah. I mean, like, there's the Mindy Kaling thing, but I'm also, like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, and it's hard, too, because, like, we've, I mean, I've written about it in my articles that, you know, like, one person does not make a show and even mm-hmm. a showrunner like even if they have all of the control for like the plot premise or whatever like they are hiring writers that do the stuff but the thing is sahar jahani has written not only has he written for the bull type he was the executive of a story editor so i mean he doesn't have any specific writing credits i don't think except for story editing and he, he got one episode he's also written one episode for 13 reasons why he also wrote an episode of Rami which had its own hoopla of like responses from the Muslim world, and so it's just my thing is like it's not that men can't write female characters or like you know stories, but why wouldn't you just hire a bunch of Muslims to write like an adaptation of a Muslim rom com, which is already going to be problematic, not because of like the way the term problematic is used currently, but because there's going to be responses of oh. These Muslims are they going to kiss? Like, what type of ribbons are they going to be showing in this story? It's live action, so there's a whole host of. I questions. I do
0: want to step in really really quick, <laughs> and I know this is um, an easy mistake because the internet does not give good responses for accurate information for people who aren't white. Um, Sahara is a she, not a he. Even though, oh my bad, sorry. Even though there are many, many Google articles that say he and his. Uh, SOS, my bad. Which is a problem. And you would think that researchers would at least do the bare minimum and get that part right, but they do not. Um, Yeah, you go and you Google and the very first thing that says uh, the IMDB page says his. And I'm like, "Um, Sahara's- what confused me because I was like
1: wait (laughs) I knew they wrote for Robbie and so it's like now I'm confused I will say I mean it's one of those things where even so like I just like Mindy Kaling like there's so many other Muslim producers on the planet I don't understand but you know what whatever we'll see what happens and at least because it's not her show and it's about Muslims she can't throw in Hindu casism. it's fine whatever we'll deal with that on another day but anyways Corey told me last night I was just like f. What? Whomst? Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but I am really excited though, because I love rom-coms and I have been really into reading romance lately. So I mean this is this is great times for me. I just am stressed about the execution as always. But everything. you know,
0: there's a film that we're not as stressed about that's upcoming.
1: Yes. So okay. Y'all remember ages ago when in the before times we had talked about um a movie. East of Libre. Yeah, we talked about Isab Libre and Kasir Mohammed, who was the lead, is actually wrote and was um, in her own independent film, which is coming out soon. Originally it was called Rules of Engagement, but it is now called this is a mouthful, the Syed Family X ex- Christmas Eve game night. And the premise is that um, all the cards are on the table when a queer Pakistani Muslim woman brings her Puerto Rican girlfriend home for the first time in the family's annual game night. There's also um, non-binary characters and it's very Muslim and queer and just beautiful and great. And it's going to TIFF, one of the independent film festivals, which is super cool. And hopefully we will have a preview of it soon in the future, one day. Yes,
0: if you aren't aware, uh, TIFF is the Toronto International <laughs> Film Festival. Um, yeah. I know sometimes we, we toss out...
1: TIF all and, and like all, all that
0: stuff and <laughs> we're familiar with it and we understand sometimes not everybody else is aware of those acronyms and I again I am really sorry for this ice cream truck in the background
1: <laughs> I honestly I can only hear it a little bit so you're probably fine it's
0: okay good. um so yeah that's actually like really cool and that's a fairly well respected uh film festival to boot and they normally have a really good um diversity rate if that's the way to say it. Of the films that they show, so I mean, percentage that's a, maybe. Yeah. So that's a really well-known international film festival. It's a pretty diverse international film festival, and that's a really, really cool opportunity. And I'm really excited um, for everybody on that film to get to have that come out and then see where else this film can go. We and also like to- it's queer muslim media and i know like eh, controversy hotspot whatever anyways but
1: (laughs) i I think we don't care we're here everyone can suck it we will link to the beautiful uh trailer promo yes sneak peeky thing Um, and then also the article that we had published months ago about the movie so there's more information for y'all down below
0: yeah, we, we we try to talk about as much Muslim media news as we can and that's part of it. And I'm not sorry.
1: But speaking they of don't need to be here if that's I mean I would yeah. be shocked if we have listeners who are still hanging out our, <laughs> and are figure that our out rahm? There's gays? <laughs> yeah, surprise. What? Y'all are progressive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but speaking of Muslim media, like I have gone on a hardcore binge of like Turkish <laughs> historical shows. Oh, and I when Corey told me
1: this, I giggled for a solid two minutes. It's delightful. I got,
0: I got sucked into Magnificent Century, which if I would assume our audience is aware and has heard about this. But, if you know, if you're not Muslim and you tune in and you're like, oh, you're my show to explain things to me. That was a <laughs> Turkish drama, historical drama series set. I think it ran from like 2010, 2011 to 2014. And it was about Sultan Suleiman uh, from the Ottoman Empire and his reign and um, Haram Sultana. And I just have to say the amount of bonkers drama in this show it is well done this show is tear-jerking and honestly this is what game of thrones wishes and thought it was Mm -hmm. and failed abysmally at being and they did it without any nudity
1: all of the muslim aunties are like obsessed with this thing it's had Nearly, I'm making up this number, I don't know, but it's had pretty much every adaptation possible, or dubbed in every language possible, and the sequel also got dubbed in every language possible, and it is so popular that even my mom has seen episodes, but she thinks that it's a little too sexy for our house, so we didn't finish it as, as kids, but one day I'm going to go watch it all. They're just really long episodes, and my attention span is as long as a child's, so I'll just slip through Corey. No, I mean, the set
0: design, the the level of costume design is just amazing. Now, I have watched a few episodes of Magnificent Century Cosm. You know, disclaimer, the studio takes some very, very, very large historical liberties about things, especially with Sultan Murad. Um, So, you know, it's not, it's historical fiction. And uh, I know that there were some times where there were people from Pakistan and Bangladesh and India that were like, excuse me (laughs) about what happened. So, you know, just keep in mind, it's still a fun drama, but um. The second one is even more loosey-goosey with historical accuracy than the first one was, so... It's
1: almost a historical alternate universe adaptation, but there's enough of the truth in it that it can, like, slide by, if that makes sense.
0: Yes, just... there. There is a little bit of maybe, I should say, Turkish nationalism propaganda in there, so just keep in mind that that is there. Um, Like I said, I still really enjoy the series. I've even been watching... um, and again there's there's some propaganda in that show and you need to be aware of it and recognize it for what it is but it's still just tremendously well-produced drama that is just like every week by the time you've watched a new episode you're exhausted but it's in the best possible way
1: and the costuming, I mean, if you watch it for nothing other than just the pretty clothing and just the way that it's all put together. If it this is a show was in, show. was based in
0: the U.S., their costuming would have won
1: an Emmy every
0: single year. Hands down, yeah. would have beaten everybody else out. It's yeah. just that good. Um, I, I do want to be aware, what if you do decide to go check this out, the episodes yeah. are very long. They're about feature film lengths. These aren't like Mm -hmm. American BBC episodes of like 30 to 60 minutes. I'm talking like these are 90 some minute episodes. So you better be settling in for the
1: duration. But I mean, this show is what, like at least 10 years old and it's still like shown reruns found in other places. Different countries are still trying to like get the rights to do the dubbing for them. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just it's if.
0: If you're wanting something that fills that Game of Thrones hole in your heart that is actually better than the show and hits everything that you hoped it would be, then I would highly suggest that you check out at least Magnificent Century, if not Magnificent Century Kosum or Urshul. Um, they're just, they're a lot of fun and they're so spectacularly well-produced. It is just mind-boggling how good these look
1: and because there's not that much like by way of chronicles or like written records of stuff they did hire women specifically to write from the perspective of the woman and to really be thoughtful about there is a harem like how did the wo- how would the woman have realistically interacted with the men and with each other in the spaces and what mm-hmm. would the sultan mother be like and all of the above um I have always wondered like how it's been so good and I just I'm intrigued to find out because now, of course, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole while we are here today and find out what the budget's were for the episodes. That is if Wikipedia would do what I would like it to do.
0: How dare Um, you not tell me
1: the answers that I want right away.
0: (laughs) But yeah, they're just, they're fun and they're a really, really good way to completely lose your weekend (laughs) if that's what you're trying to do. Uh, Like I said, the episodes are longer, but they really don't feel that long because the plot is very quick. I mean, yeah, you're watching a soap opera and they do have some moments. Like if if you're familiar with um, the South Asian dramas or the soap operas, soap operas telenovelas. yeah, telenovelas. I was like, teledrama is not the right word, but I can't think of it. Um, you're you're <laughs> familiar with the dramatic gazing off into the space next to you while the camera zooms in. Like, yeah, it's there, but the action <laughs> is just, very constant so it doesn't feel like it's a drag you don't feel like you're watching a bunch of episodes of dragon ball z where nothing happens because they're just desperately trying to pad out the story
1: (laughs) where did dragon ball z come from
0: i just remember watching it as a kid and i'm like man nothing happened one day 30 minutes of nothing
1: there will be a Muslim anime and then then our viewers and listeners will be like, oh no, Sahara is, is coming for the animation again." <laughs> Actually, I will tell you that um, Magnificent Century, according to an article about like Turkish media and exports, said that the pre-production budget was 4.7 million and about 2 million euro was spent on sets and costumes alone. And so they probably made back, like they probably profited on that show three times over by the, Just sheer virtue of how many places it got exported. Because the dubs, while the dubs are made in country for different countries, from my understanding, like even Bangladesh, they had to acquire the rights. And so they had to pay out a whole bunch of money up front. And then once the show started airing, they had to pay like for each. I don't know if they had to pay for each airing, but if they had to just do like a lump sum at the end based on advertising fees. Anyways, not really important. Thought it was really interesting. And this is the first show that Corey has watched in a really long time. And so when Corey told me that she was watching this, I was like, oh my gosh, we have lost her. She is never going to come back from this place because this show is wild. It it's is tech.
0: very, but this is the thing. It's like I said, like I got into this and then I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then there's Magnificent Century Kosum and then there's Ertugal and after Ertugal, mm-hmm. there's Osman and then there's like all these other Turkish historical shows and ATV and the other you know, whoever has aired these shows, like whoever these Turkish producers are, have like, there is a formula that works and it works well, and we're going to follow it and we're not going to rock the boat. I love it. Again, like I said, there is some, you know, Turkish propaganda in there. So obviously be aware of that. You know, don't just blindly consume your media, always be thoughtful of it, but it is very entertaining and dramatic. I
1: mean, Let's be real. What isn't propaganda? Everything is. So as long as you're educated, or if you just ignore like what's happening and just think of it as like a story, then you'll be fine. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you could rabbit hole like I would, and then learn all about Turkish history, and then be like, "Wow, I just spent sixteen weekends doing this." But maybe don't do that because that's a lot of time. Yeah, that's too late.
0: (laughs) I've I'm already down there, and I'm like, "Oh, this is nice. Oh wow, what were the dynasties before?" Now I'm like, "Oh." Okay, I'm all the way back to like 1066. Mm-hmm. This is great. I should fire I... up Crusader Kings too and take a look at what I can do there.
1: <laughs> Love that. This is the same person mind you who when she was learning about Islam, asked me questions about things that I had to look up and was like I have no clue who you're talking about or what you're talking about. This has nothing to do with what your current like life is. And about, but I will try to answer your questions. I just don't know what's happening. Calls dad. Hey, my friend had this question. Do you know what she's talking about? Oh yeah, it's those people. What the heck, dad? Well, okay, thanks. I'm so glad that you know, but I don't. Anyways, yeah, I'm like, i, I I've <laughs>
0: gone past, I've gone past Osman, I'm like, I'm in the Seljuks right now, and I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, they're really fun and they're dramatic and if it inspires you to learn more about muslim history and to do your own research and learn things and i think you know i don't think that's a bad thing especially if you're in a western country and it's very (laughs) white western centric as far as history goes i think anything that makes people want to go learn beyond that little bubble is fantastic What Corey said, fully agreed, co-signed. So uh, we will end this episode on a positive note. Um, Yes. I think we got most of the negative stuff out at the beginning.
1: (laughs) Um, If you're listening to this on Spotify or any of the other places that you listen to podcasts, just find us on our website, thefandommittals.com when this comes out, because in that post, we will have all of the trailers and all of the links and all of the things that you could ever want to learn more so that you aren't like, Wait, what was the name of that movie? How do I find this thing? Where do I go? We've got you.
0: Yes. But if you are on those platforms, if you want to review us slash rate us slash whatever that platform calls it, that would be fantastic and we would greatly appreciate it.
1: Yes, please. And don't forget, we have a whole laundry list of epic podcasts for you to listen to that Corey is going to run through because I will forget one as my memory is awful.
0: Okay. So we have actually one of our newest ones is called Anime Attaché which we were just talking about animation. Um, So that literally is an anime show where B is taking two anime neophytes and they're going right now, they're on My Hero Academia and they're just going episode by episode and kind of easing their way into the anime world and reacting to that. So that is every Wednesday. Then we also have our weekly uh, live TTRPG podcast. That's called Faith Forge Academy. And that's also got Steven in it. Steven's also part of Anime Attaché. Really awesome group of people. Really fun stories that they've got running. That is every Friday. So those are our two weekly podcasts. And then we also have coming back next month from a tiatus. We have Cannon Fodder, which is every first and third Thursday of the month. Obviously we have that Rom. We have Beneath the Screen of the Ultra Critics. We have ladies first. I'm probably forgetting somebody at this point. Oh, all All bar no dice. There we go. Um, That is also that's more like a broader gaming industry type of podcast where we have interviews and other fun things going on over there. And then we also have some uh, archived podcast shows that they're not necessarily active anymore, but we did have some really fun discussions that people still enjoy. So if you do want to go look up previous episodes of The Fandementalist or Unabashed Book Snobbery, you are more than welcome to do that as well.
1: And if you are feeling a Game of Thrones-shaped hole in your heart and hadn't listened to those podcasts prior, you totally should because they go over a lot of the things that we've talked about before.
0: Yes. Or, you know, closer to time when if I shouldn't say when I should say if House of the Dragons ever happens, um, Mm -hmm. if that ever happens, you know, and you want to reaffirm your I have some sinking distrust of this, then, you know, you can listen to those two. We do greatly appreciate your support and that y'all choose to listen to us whenever we do publish an episode. And we do appreciate your continued support in our future episodes. Again, just be aware, October is going to be spicy. We're going to have some opinions.
1: Have some milk ready or something else to to deal with the spiciness. I don't know what else people eat or use when their spice is too hot, but we use milk. So yes. Um, And again, for our listeners who
0: are not Muslim we still encourage you if you have any questions to shoot us some questions and we will do our best to answer them for you either privately or sometimes your questions are just so good that we do an entire episode about it. Like when we did angels
1: and demons and, and last but not least, if you ever want to have like firsthand hot take moments with one of us, please join our discord where we don't only hot take, but sometimes that's what happens because we're fun and friendly and sometimes it's exciting to have new people in there and just talk about all sorts of hot nonsense and interesting things we even have a food section so if you ever wanted to know more about my ice cream uh you know budget for ice cream that's where you got to go
0: yeah you can find the link for that on our website as well so hopefully we'll see you there at some point that's all we've got for this month we will see you back in October milk at the ready. Until then, you know, stay safe, keep masking, get vaccinated, all that good stuff.